Hey there, I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating, movement, and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you are called to do. If you have been with me a while, you can probably recite that beginning verbatim. I know I say it each and every episode, and I should have tried to see how many episodes I'm coming up on, but I think it's about 70 or so, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, I say it a lot. (laughs) And I know you've heard it. The reason I say the same thing in each episode is twofold. One, if someone comes and stumbles upon this episode, or if you have shared it, which by the way, thank you if you have, I want listeners to know what they are getting. They are not getting a fitness podcast that just treats my body as an experiment. I'm not a nutrition podcast where I'm just focusing on all of the healthy things and how many things can we do to make our nutrition perfect. I want listeners to know that we don't have to be perfect in any of this. Secondly, it's always a good reminder to me. I still get caught up in a lot of things. I still have issues, whether it is with my body or with you know, feeling like I'm not eating the right things, or currently I'm frustrated because my body's not moving the way that I want it to and the way that I love it to because I'm injured and I'm hurt. And uh, so anyway, this is just a really good reminder to me. Today's episode is a little different because I'm actually not focusing specifically on a nutrition or a fitness topic like I typically do, or a health topic, honestly, just in general. What I'm doing is taking out one bit of that intro, and I'm deconstructing it, which I have kind of been doing and threading throughout this entire um, the entire podcast, really. I mean, I had a, a an episode with Emily Baker on grace back in season three, episode eight. I took uh, what... A little bit of chocolate means to me back in season two, I kind of broke that down. And season three, episode four, I talked about treating ourselves with kindness, gentleness and patience. And so I really kind of tried to take all of the elements of this intro and pull it out. So you kind of know where I'm coming from with that. Today, I am breaking down what does it mean by my calling and talking about callings in general. I am in this graced health space after ignoring God and putting my fingers in my ears when he tried to talk with me and telling him no a few times, which by the way, I don't recommend that. I go into that a little bit more in season three, episode seven, called How I Heard from God Without Spending Time in Prayer and Worship. By the way, I'm going to put all of these links in the show notes. So you can go, if you want to just like binge, like what in the world is Amy talking about, you can go do that. But so those links will all be in there. But I think this whole calling thing, and if you were looking at me, you would see me doing air quotes, this whole calling thing can be overwhelming. And we can almost put shame on ourselves if we don't know what that is. We hear all about finding our passion and our purpose, and we have to make it part of this huge thing or, and we feel like if we're not fulfilling that big thing of passion and purpose, we aren't doing that and we aren't fulfilling it. Now, 
Make no mistake, God does have a purpose for you. He has a purpose for me. He has a purpose for us all. He tells us that in Romans 8.28, which says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. What I want to do in today's episode is consider that we might have different types of callings. I'm not a Bible teacher. I don't claim to be uh, the most knowledgeable person on the Bible and on uh, the background of Scripture and the Word that God gives us. However, I have been praying about this for a while, and I want to share five different types of callings that I have found to be true in my own life. So these are just five of mine. I'm sure there are more because God is not constrained to a top five list of anything. But I just want to put these out there. Like I said, I'm realizing I'm out of my health umbrella for this podcast. So I hope you'll forgive me, but also indulge me as we talk about these five different five different kinds of callings today. So let's dig in. The first one I want to talk about is what I call a micro calling. These are the little daily goals. So maybe it is finishing a project I have uh, that I need to get done in the afternoon. And I say the afternoon because I have a lot more creativity and I have a lot more energy in the morning. But boy, after lunch comes, I sometimes get tired. (laughs) And so I might have a micro calling of finishing a project. In fact, as I'm recording this, It is 12.57 p.m. I just had lunch and I knew that I needed to make sure that I had enough energy today to get this episode done, even though I slept terribly last night, which is turning into a trend, but we're not going to go there. Another little micro calling might be, you know, having enough energy at the end of the day to not yell at my kids or stay engaged with them. I find myself powering down. I would like to say at nine, sometimes it's at eight. (laughs) I'll just be really honest. Um, It might be being joyful while serving others in whatever capacity that is, rather than feeling like it's a burden, like, oh gosh, I have to do this. Because if God's put something on our heart to serve and to give to others, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, then that's not supposed to be a burden. So I want to make sure that I am doing what I need to do from a fitness, and a nutrition level to be able to fulfill that. If you've been listening for the last couple of months, you know I did a um, teen fitness class to different kinds of teen groups. And in fact, the episode just before this one is nutrition lessons I gave to my teenage self. So uh, you know that I did this. And I talked to them a lot about game day fueling. That's a little micro goal, right? It's like fueling for your workout, or it's fueling for your game. And so that way you can perform as well as you want to. And this applies to me as well. This applies to making sure I'm eating the right foods so I can do what I'm love doing, do what I love doing. Yeah. Um, You know, some of my biggest wins as a trainer come when my clients say they've accomplished the small things, just these little micro things. One person said, oh, I was able to put on my shorts without sitting down. Another person said, I can get out of bed more easily in the morning. Another one said, gosh, I was able to walk for miles on a European vacation without getting tired. So I consider all of these micro callings because they enable us to live a fuller life. 
And now I'm going to take a page out of one of my favorite podcasts, which is called Grace in Progress by Brianna Leach, who was on in season four. And she just takes a little pause and allows you to think about something. So I'm going to pause while you think about what might be a micro calling for you. Okay, I know that was awkward. It's really weird the first time you do that, but it gets, I, I get into the point when she does that and I'm like, I really like it. Okay, second calling. I consider another calling to be a creative calling. This is just using the intricacies of how God made you to bless others and to fill your own soul. And when we think, when I think of creative things, I think of like artistic stuff, right? Like, painting, maybe it is theater, maybe it's some sort of visual representation, but I don't think it always has to be. Um, you know, Romans twelve six says we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. And I think it's important to consider what gifts we were given. My former neighbor and uh, friend is an amazing artist, and she's an amazing cook. And by day, she's a registered nurse. <laughs> which doesn't feel like one of these things is not like the other. But she has so many creative gifts that she uses to bless her neighbors and her friends. Um, She does this with parties and get togethers and uh, just really has an amazing way of welcoming people into her home um, or or to her family's home and making them feel loved and uh, again, welcomed and nourished. And she does this by the food that she makes. It's like so intricate. I swear it like it looks like it belongs on some one of those cooking TV shows. If you've ever read the book Bread and Wine by Shauna Nequist, this is the kind of person who embodies what Shauna talks about. It's this joy around the table. It's nourishing your friends. And then if that's not enough, Not only is she amazing in the kitchen, her home is filled with gorgeous paintings created from her own hand and brush. In fact, if you ever visit my home, you'll see several of her creations, including the painting that's in the background of my office. So if you are seeing me ever with a painting, I'll take a picture of this, by the way, and put it on the Grace Health podcast group. But this was a painting that was done by her, and she did several others. She is so creative. And actually, she gave me a book that I highly recommend called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. So you probably know Elizabeth Gilbert from her book, Eat, Pray, Love. But she also wrote this beautiful, inspiring, motivational book on just recognizing the creativity in you. And then I would take it a a step further and in this discussion of callings, and really honoring God with that creativity and seeing where you can bless others. And maybe it's not even blessing others, maybe it's filling your own soul, because he made you to be able to do that. Okay, now I want you to take a minute and think about what might be a creative calling that God has given you where you can bless others, or fill your own soul. Okay, do you have it? I would love to know it, by the way. We're going to send, we're going to put some of these questions on the Grace Health Podcast Facebook group. So I would love it if you would head over there and answer the questions when we do that. The third calling is something I don't have a great name for. It's somewhere 
in between encouragement calling, servanthood, servanthood calling, and supportive calling. What do I mean by that? Well, one of the coolest stories and adventures in the Bible is in the book of Exodus. So if you have dug into that, you know the story I'm getting ready to tell you, but it recounts God's rescue of the Israelites from Egypt. We hear all about Moses' story. Moses wrote the book of Exodus, and uh, just it takes you through the entire, it it truly is an adventure. It's pretty incredible. If you haven't uh, read it, it's just worth going to Exodus 1 and starting to reading. Now, there's another uh, well, let's call it a supportive character. And I don't know if that's a fair word to use, but I told you I'm not a Bible scholar. But a supportive character in the book of Exodus is Aaron. Aaron is Moses's older brother, and he is Moses's right-hand man in freeing the Jewish people from Pharaoh's reign in Egypt. He was their spokesperson, He performed signs to the Israelites. He was a mediator, an intercessor. He had this huge role of setting the Israelites free. But if you're like me, and when you hear of Exodus, you tend to think immediately of Moses. And I have to give credit where credit is due here. My church, River Point Church, had a great teaching on Aaron and Moses. I will put the link down below, but one of the, my favorite quotes that came in this, and Ryan Lake, by the way, was the pastor who, who delivered this message, but he said, sometimes we are called to help God's plan come to fruition in someone else's life. You know, sometimes it's not all about us as much as we would like to think that. Sometimes we are called to support someone else, to encourage someone else, to give that other person just that little boost or uh, just that little bit more that they need to complete God's fuller, wider plan. And it may not be about them either, but I think it's important to remember that we can be a part of a larger calling but maybe not have the necess- necessarily have the big limelight in that. Another character from the Bible, which I guess is not a character, it's just a real person, that I came across uh, two nights ago at 2 a.m. <laughs> was a guy named Tychicus. He was an instrumental part of the Apostle Paul's ministry. Why did I come across this at 2 a.m.? Well, this is a side note, but I once heard when Uh, you can't sleep at night. That's God trying to tell you something. So I had fallen asleep. I woke up a couple hours later, and I was just lying awake, lying awake, lying awake. So I finally got out of bed, I, you know, kind of trying to do a change of scenery. And I kind of felt God's and oftentimes when this happens, I'll read the Bible, because I'm like, okay, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. So I'll just read the Bible. And so a couple nights ago, I knew that that's where I wanted to go. But I'm telling God all the reasons I don't want to read the Bible. Like, I don't have my readers with me. I'm not awake. I really can't see the words very well. Like, why do I need to read the Bible at 2am God? I just I don't feel like it. But he always wins, or almost always wins. So I pulled it out. And I was reading through, I think it was Colossians at the very end. And he starts talking about Tychicus. And I was like, that name sounds really familiar. So I kind of made a mental note. And I thought, I'm going to go back and do a little bit of research on him. And you guys, this guy shows up often at the end of so many letters from Paul 
two other groups. He's, let me just kind of tell you some of the um, descriptions that Paul gave about Tychicus. So in Acts 24, he says he went on, a, he went on ahead and waited for us. So I kind of feel like, like he was kind of the scout team. Uh, and in Ephesians 6.21, he calls him a dear brother, faithful servant, and then he wanted to tell the people of Ephesus how Paul was doing. In Colossians 4.7, he also calls him a dear brother, a faithful minister, a fellow servant in the Lord. By the way, servanthood, servanthood calling, calling makes sense at all. Um, and then he tells people, the people of Colossia to tell the news about Paul, like, hey, give him my update. In Titus 3.12, right after Paul's first release from a Roman prison, he said, and this now I'm quoting it. He says, "As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis. I don't know if I said that right because I have decided to winter there." So again, he is obviously. I don't really know a whole lot about Tychicus, but he was a really integral part of Paul's ministry. And in my mind, I'm wondering, and I don't know the answer, so let me know if you do. But I'm wondering if he did a lot of the delivery of these letters, if he actually took them to Ephesus, if he took them to Colossia. I don't really know, but obviously he was impactful enough and he was supportive enough and enough of a servant for Paul to talk about him in several of his letters. So now I want you to consider what might be a servanthood calling or an encouragement calling of yours. Okay, now, so we've had micro callings, we had creative callings, we had servanthood callings, we're just going to call it that because I don't know what else to call it. Now I want to talk about a seasonal calling. One of my very favorite, or I shouldn't say favorite, but one of my memories of discovering God's word, like really meeting me where I was, was I just opened up the Bible one day and I started reading and I opened up to the book of Ecclesiastes and I was probably in high school at this time, by the way, and came across Ecclesiastes 3.1. You probably know what it is. It, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. If you're not familiar with that passage, I highly recommend that you go look at it and some of the phrases will sound familiar to you if you are a Beatles fan turn, turn, turn. <laughs> but I think a uh, we do have seasons. We have seasons of doing things in our life. They come. Sometimes they stay for a while. Sometimes they're there for a short period of time. And sometimes they go. And that's okay. Sometimes we are just called to do something for a period of time. I shared in my story, which is the second episode of this whole podcast, that this is phase three of my adult life. I first worked in the corporate world, and then I felt 100% called to be a stay-at-home mom. I loved that role, and that was a wonderful season for me. And then God called me out to do this. I never planned on doing this. So, um, you know, I think that we definitely have seasons where we focus on something. I believe when we respect that God and honor that God has us in different places in different seasons of our lives, then it kind of gives us permission to listen to him and explore new areas 
and maybe release some other areas, which I know can be hard. I have definitely had to release some of my stuff. But when we recognize that, you know what, this is not something I have to do for the rest of my life forever and ever. Amen. And amen. It allows us to maybe be a little bit more open to what God has us, what's he calling us to do right now, or maybe it's something in the future and just being aware of. So let's take a minute and explore what might be a seasonal calling. And then the final calling that probably we think of the most when we think of a calling is what I call a macro calling. So these are the like the big Moses and the burning bush moments. These are the moments when you Moses you know, saw a bush, it was burning, it wasn't burning down. And he was like, okay, I'm just out here like, you know, hang, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember what he was doing. But he was like, I'm going to go check that out. And then from this burning bush, God told Moses, hey, by the way, I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites out of Egypt. And Moses like, oh, what? <laughs> are you serious? Like those are the macro callings, the what or that like, I know deep in my heart that this is what I have to do. And this is a long term. So if you're um, a young adult, maybe it's a macro calling of I want to go to medical school, and I want to be a doctor. Maybe it is knowing that you want to be an entrepreneur, and really setting yourself up either now as a, you know, a 45-year-old woman or a 16-year-old boy, maybe it's just really having a focus on that, knowing that's a macro calling. Maybe it's setting up a nonprofit for you, your family, your company, for something that's really close to your heart. <clears throat> it might be changing jobs, changing careers, or you just feel really called to serve others in a continued capacity. And finding that place where you were like, you know what, this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to serve others. Maybe it's asking Pharaoh to free your people. I don't know. But I think it's important to remember that your calling can look a lot of different ways. And it's going to look different from other people because God created us uniquely. He's not going to have us all doing the same thing. So don't compare one thing, one calling of yours to someone else's. And again, Maybe you don't have a big macro calling right now. That is fine. What I'm wanting to do in this episode is encourage you to think about other ways that God might be calling you that maybe you don't realize he's doing so because it is not quite that big Moses and the burning bush moments. So I'm going to give you the pause because I've done this on the other four to consider what might be a macro calling. And if you don't have one, that's okay. You have hopefully at least figured out one other way that God might be calling you. So I'm just going to do that. I'm going to be consistent. Think about what a macro calling is. Okay. And again, if you don't have one of those, that's okay. That's okay, because we're here to explore the different ways that God calls us. So just as a recap, we have micro callings, we have creative callings, servanthood callings, seasonal callings, and yes, those macro callings. What's the one simple thing to remember? Your calling is unique to you. It can look any of those ways or maybe a combination of them, but it's certainly not formulaic because God never works that way. 
Now, if you like this kind of episode and you kind of like digging into the GCC stuff, I do too, by the way, I invite you to head over to gracedhealth.com slash devotional and you can get my free 14 day body image devotional because I like to remind everybody there's no BMI chart in the Bible. So why are we trying to fit into a mold in which we were not created? Again, all unique. Just a reminder, everything, all of the notes today will be in the note in the show notes section or all of the links and all of the episodes if you feel like going and binging on that. Make sure you head over to the Graced Health Podcast Facebook group. I would love to see you over there. We're going to try and talk about what are the, each of these callings for the next five days and uh, see if we might want to share some of that. Thanks to those of you who have rated and reviewed. That is a great way to support the show. And that is all for today. Go out there and have a graced day. Graced Health.